Hey friends, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you again for listening and for joining me, for continuing to support this project and for sending me messages. And it's just so cool. I'm so happy to hear that you guys are liking the show so far because it, it means a lot to me and it's just been so fun and just such an interesting and cool way for me to not just learn so much more, but to be able to share all this amazing stuff with you, all this amazing information and these new ideas and these conversations and these solo episodes and um yeah it's just been so much fun it's really cool and i love that you're enjoying it so thank you thank you thank you for listening so today's topic is something that you may not automatically associate with health and wellness but to me it definitely fits right in because to me it's something that is so important to my, in my wellness. It's so important to me. And to be 100% honest, it's something I've been kind of neglecting lately, but it's something I really need to get back into. And I felt like the time was right to share and to encourage you guys to get into this practice too. And that topic is creativity. So creativity is something that is been, it's been important to me forever. It's something that I've been my whole life. I've been creative. I've been really into different, um, you know, artistic paths. And I have, you know, if you don't know me, then you know that I've studied music my whole life. I went to a performing arts high school. I studied music in college. I've taught private music lessons for over 10 years. It's so important to me. And I've seen it just help so many people in so many ways. And as I've gotten older, it's become something for me that helps me get back to myself. It helps me de-stress when I'm feeling overwhelmed or when I'm just, you know, at a loss for anything else. It grounds me. And it's such an important thing. And everybody's capable. And I just wanted to really get into that today just to remind you and encourage you that you're a creative person and that you too can invite creativity into your life in a way that does not feel like pressure because we'll get into this later, but that's something that I have experience with my creativity is pressure and judgment and mostly self-judgment but it's uh you know it's an issue that we can sometimes face and it can cause people to stray away from exploring their own creativity all right so creativity is often i think thought of as something you either have or you don't you know it can be something you either are or you aren't And if you are creative, then you would have an interest in something like drawing or playing an instrument. Um, You would practice and practice until you became really, really good at it. But in this school of thought, if you aren't really, really good at it by the time you're an adult, then you just must not have it. You're just not creative. But that is not true. Okay, that's something that a lot of people think. And I've heard so many people say that they're not creative, but it's just not true. So first, let me just start by defining creativity. So I'm sure there are a million different definitions for the word creativity. But to me, I would define creativity as the ability to challenge or to transcend traditional ways of thinking or acting, using imagination and original thought to develop new ideas, methods or objects. Sound good? Okay, so let's break that down. Let's start with the word ability. So yeah, you could take your chosen creative avenue and practice and practice and practice until you have really refined skills and you're technically great and you know you really, really know what you're doing. But I want you to know that being skilled does not mean the same thing as being able, 
Okay, so for example, if you want to draw, if you really have an interest in drawing and you're like, I just really want to draw. Anyone can draw. Anyone with a functioning body part <laughs> that can hold on to a pencil, a marker, a crayon or whatever has the ability to draw. Okay, you don't need years and years of schooling or private lessons or formal education in art in order to draw. You don't need that to express yourself in that way. You know, if you choose to go down that path, then you would probably have more refined skills. You would be more technically skilled, but it doesn't mean that you're less creative or less of an artist if you do not go down that path. Okay, so I would actually argue that having more skills, it doesn't make you automatically more creative. When we know all the rules, sometimes, we tend to cling really, really tightly to them, which can actually inhibit our natural creative flow. And that's something that I've experienced. So like I said, I started in music when I was, you know, in elementary school, school band, all that stuff. And I got really, really into it. I got so into it. I joined every extracurricular activity I could, every Saturday music program, every after school and night music program. And I was just obsessed. And I I got pretty good. And if you don't know, my first instrument was a trumpet. Okay. And I will say I was pretty good. <laughs> um, and it was fun. And as I got older, and like I said, I went to a performing arts high school. I went to LaGuardia High School in Manhattan, um, which is, I don't, you know, it's a great school and it had such amazing, amazing talent. Like some of these kids, you know, their parents were just famous musicians, opera singers and um, playing in the New York Philharmonic and just amazing, amazing musicians. And so I started to compare myself because they were so much better than me. They were so much more skilled than me. And they were not shy about letting you know that. Okay. So if any of them are listening, just know I could have toned it down a notch back then. <laughs> but so I, you know, I started to compare myself and I was like, you know what? I can't do this. It's not for me. I am not as good as them. I must not be as creative as them. The music that they are able to play is so much more technically advanced than me. The music that some of these kids write, I can never write. And, I, you know, I even had teachers who told me that I suck at certain things. Like, I'm not a jazz musician. I would never was. But I took some jazz classes. And one of the teachers, I'll never forget, he was like, wow, that sucked. And I was like, all right, cool. Thanks. And then one day, I guess I played something well. And he was like, oh, wow, finally. And then the next day I, I sucked again and he wasn't shy about letting me know. And so I continued on with music after that. I went to college and I was playing music and I kind of found my my people in college more than I did in high school for sure. And I felt a little better, but still I was just like, I'm not as good. I need to find something else to do with my life. I, I might as well just teach or whatever. But when I actually left college and I started teaching privately is when I finally started to feel good about my own creative ability again. And it was because I wasn't judging myself, you know, and I had, I think I judged myself so much because I knew all the rules and I was like trying to be this super creative while staying in the confines of these rules. And so it wasn't until I realized like, okay, I know the rules. Now I can break them that I started to <laughs> be more creative, honestly. Um, so that's just my little story. And that's why I think that it's not necessary that you. OK, so let's move on to the next part of my definition of creativity, which is the challenging and transcending traditional ways of thinking or acting. So to me, that means that you recognize the limitations of what exists now 
and you decide to go beyond that. Okay. You decide to maybe improve upon that and you, you know, you want to go above and beyond. So think of any modern useful appliance or a piece of technology. You know, these things weren't around at one point. So someone saw what was there and they decided to use their creativity to transcend that reality. So like, for example, if you've ever heard the saying necessity is the mother of invention, well, that's what I mean. Like if you see a gap in a certain area of life, you know, that's creativity that allows you to think about filling that gap, to improve upon what is there and to transcend the reality of what is. So you see what exists and you allow your mind and your creativity to make it possible for more to exist. Okay. Or for the same thing to exist in an even better way. So that's what I mean by challenging and transcending the traditions. Okay. So we'll talk about the part where creativity allows us to develop new ideas. And what I mean by that is that part of the creative process is the imagining. It's the coming up with ideas and allowing your mind to wander freely you know, and think freely. So the actual developing part comes when you act, when you put your pen or your marker or your paintbrush to your paper. It comes when you write the song or design the logo or the house or whatever it may be that you're doing. It is simply a part of the creative process, okay? So I don't want you to think that you're not creative or should not explore your creativity unless you plan to complete something or share something with the world. Okay, that's it's a really important part of this. I don't want you to think that you have to have a completed project or some sort of masterpiece come out of your creativity or a career. You you do not have to have a career based on your creativity, okay? So I think this is a big reason why so many people, adults, don't view themselves as creative or take on a creative practice. I think a lot of people may attach themselves to an outcome or worry that it's not unique or cool or good or innovative enough to be considered creative. Again, that's just, you know, that's you judging. And you don't, like I said, I just want to reiterate this. You don't have to have any sort of outcome to be creative. That's not what creativity is. Okay. Okay. So now that we've gone into detail on the definition I go by for creativity, let's just address the importance of creativity and how you can start to approach bringing it into your life. So as kids, as young kids, most of us, if not all of us, were probably encouraged to be creative. You know, our parents and our teachers, they knew that by being creative and exploring our own imaginations, that we would have opportunities to discover new ways of thinking, okay? We would figure out our own ways of solving problems and coming up with and trying out new ideas. So they knew that encouraging our natural creativity was giving us the freedom to explore and to celebrate our uniqueness, okay? So they knew that we were unique. And so they wanted to encourage us to explore that. Okay, so like my daughter, she's one. And I'm always daydreaming. I'm always thinking like, how will she express herself creatively? Like, will she want to draw? Will she sing? Will she want to cook? Will she dance? You know, what is it going to be that makes her feel like she's expressing herself? What is it going to be for her that makes her feel like herself? And I'm just so excited to nurture her creativity because as a parent, one of my main goals is to just help her cultivate confidence in who she is. And I don't want her to be afraid 
to express herself and to celebrate her personality. So for so many people, the older we get, the more we seem to lose touch with our creativity and our whole creative side. And I think this can happen for so many reasons. And I think a lot of us, we may conform to like societal pressures to fit in or to survive or thinking that if it doesn't make us money, then it's not even worth doing. And that's what I was saying before. Like you don't have to have a career based on your creative path that you choose, you know? And in fact, for me, when I was in the depths of my teaching and, you know, doing all this, my whole life was revolved around music. I didn't even want to do it anymore. I didn't feel creative. I felt burdened by it. I felt like I couldn't be free to do it because I was relying on it to make money. And that's just me. I, you know, obviously there's millions of people who don't feel that way. But now that I've removed myself from that pressure, I feel so much more free to create. Another reason that people might not feel free to explore their creativity is that we fear others may judge us. And so when we think about that, we are automatically judging ourselves, just like I was doing in my high school and college days. And when we do that, we just squash our natural creative tendencies. I've heard so many times, and I'm sure you've heard or have maybe even said it yourself, people saying, I'm not a creative person, or I don't even have a creative bone in my body. But again, I just want to let you know that is not true. We're all born innately creative beings. Every single person is creative. Every person's creativity is different. And we all have the potential to use our own unique creativity in different ways. But that's the beautiful thing about it. You know, you might write a song that gives me chills and I'm obsessed with. And I may invent an amazing kitchen appliance that is tiny and saves time and space and cooks everything in two seconds. And I wish I did that because that would be amazing. And another person might paint alone at home in their room and never share their gifts with anybody. And guess what? That's amazing too. They're equally as creative as anyone else, you know, and our creativity is personal. Our creativity, it's not there just to be shared with the world. And that's a choice. Whether or not you do that, it takes nothing away from your creativity. Our creativity is personal. It could make us money. It can make us famous. It could help us connect with others, or it can simply just be a way to privately express our emotions. So let's talk about why I think creativity is so important. A few reasons. The first is freedom. So when you are just sitting down to do whatever it is that makes you feel creative, there are no rules. There's no right and wrong. You know, as kids, we didn't need permission to to just lose our inhibitions and explore and take risks or try something completely new. We didn't judge ourselves for dancing crazy or drawing silly pictures or making up crazy songs on the piano. We didn't judge ourselves and we didn't attach ourselves to any outcome of that process. We just followed our instincts and whatever happened, happened. And it's so much fun now to watch my daughter. I mean, I don't know what's going on in her head, but she has her little crayons and she makes little marks all over the paper. And I just can't help but think like, (laughs) I can't wait to see what she comes up with in whatever way she chooses when she gets older, but that's such a beautiful thing to watch. You know, kids, they have no no preconceived notions of what creativity should be or judgment of other people or themselves. Okay. So when you can get back to this as an adult, you have that freedom. You have that freedom to just 
let go to be yourself, to express yourself. And I can't think of anything better than that. Another reason why creativity is so important to me is that it helps us get in touch with our truest, our most authentic thoughts and feelings. So it helps us with our expression and our self-awareness. Okay, so the process that we go through when we come up with and we develop our ideas, it allows us to learn to trust ourselves. Okay, it allows us to understand ourselves and allows us to, you know, to have a deep respect for who we are individually. And it allows us to express ourselves confidently. So to me, being creative, it helps instill confidence because we trust our instincts. You know, when we're confident and we trust our instincts, those skills help us to make decisions in life. You know, when we are able to, So the next reason to me why creativity is so important, and it's something I mentioned earlier, is stress relief. So to me, any sort of creativity, like I said, I was um, into music forever and ever, and I still am, and I just love it, and I would love to just sit down and just jam and just play and whatever. But even just like coloring or dancing or doing yoga and just going off the prescribed poses and just letting your body express itself freely and all that stuff it can be so meditative. And for me, it has been so meditative in the past. And like I said, I need to get back to my own creativity and something that helps me de-stress. I'm sure some of you guys can benefit the same way. So when we take the time to do something we enjoy, anything that involves us using our minds, our body, our energy, it makes us happy, you know? And ultimately creativity is fun and having fun it reduces stress. When I play with my daughter and we dance around and we build towers out of blocks and we're just we're just being silly, I feed off of her silliness and I feed off of her just innocence, you know, and I, I am instantly relieved and I instantly feel better. And when I'm by myself and I'm doing anything creative, even this podcast, it helps me get rid of some stagnant energy and it just makes me feel better. And so the next reason I think creativity is so important is problem solving. Okay. So I had this teacher, this art teacher in elementary school, and she always used to say, there are no mistakes in art. And that quote stuck with me forever. Okay. And it's not just something that I thought of in that class. And I was painting my little painting of Snoopy and I was coloring all the wrong directions and she was okay with it. But it's helped me in my life when I'm faced with problems and obstacles and challenges that we face every day. Because when we're faced with these challenges, how do we get through them? We have to be creative. We have to find new ways of handling our circumstances and dealing with our problems in an effective way. And so if we kept doing things the way they're always been done, we'd have the same problems. So we're using our creative problem-solving abilities all the time without even realizing it. We become resourceful when we do this and we develop the habit of using our own unique independent thinking to solve problems in ways that work for us. And I think that is just one of the most important things. And I can feel that has helped me, you know, that my creativity has helped me in my problem solving. I consider myself to be a great problem solver and I'm confident in my decisions. So now if you're someone who thinks that you're not creative, you're saying to yourself, but I, I just don't know where to start. Like I'm not a naturally creative person, or at least I don't feel like I am. How do I begin? Well, to me, 
I think creativity, it comes from, and it comes in the form of anything that stimulates our minds, our emotions, and our senses. We all connect to something that came from someone's creative process, unless somehow you hate music, art, movies, food, comedy, movement, etc., all those things. We all connect to something that came from somebody's creative process. So the first thing you can try is to tap into your inner child and look for ways to have more fun and to be more playful. And I know we all have these thoughts of like, sometimes I just want to dance around. And then you might think to yourself, well, I'm 33 years old. What am I doing? I want you to let that thought go and to dance around and just be silly. That's step one. I think it's important to just connect to your inner child to let yourself have fun. Don't worry about what needs to be done for work. Don't worry about your bills. Don't worry about anyone else. Just literally lose yourself in your inner child. Another thing that I think really helps is to spend time outside, okay? Because nature accesses all of our senses. Nature, it gives us energy. It replenishes our energy and it stimulates our imagination. Just if you're not sure if that's true, just find yourself a park or a trail or somewhere you can just go and just be and try to just clear your head and see if I'm right. You know, you're going to feel something in most of your senses. So if you're still looking for ways to access your creativity, I think another way is um, to revisit an old hobby or something you tell yourself you're not good at. So if there's something you did as a kid or something you always wanted to try, such as music, like singing or playing an instrument or painting, writing, crafting, cooking, whatever, photography, anything, take the time to start a new hobby that you have been thinking about with no pressure, like no pressure at all. Last winter, I took up crocheting. I don't know why. I just like, I love Michaels and I decided to just go and buy some yarn and to go on YouTube and try and teach myself how to do it. And for me, it, it was fun. Like I had no expectations of anything. I made a couple of scarves. I gave one as a gift. I kept one for myself because it was really fluffy and they came out so good, but I wasn't attached to any outcome. It was just fun and it relieved a lot of stress for me. And it was something I always wanted to try. So anything like that, like I've been teaching piano for so long and I've had many, many adult students and they always say the same thing. I wish I had done this as a kid. I always wanted to do this as a kid or my parents tried forcing me to do this as a kid and I quit because I didn't want to. So start by accessing a hobby you either used to have or something you always wanted to try. And you can even start by just journaling and writing down your thoughts and your ideas um, and that'll help you access your inner uh, creative self. I think journaling in, in and of itself is a creative practice because you're expressing yourself, you know, and something that I think is really helpful when it comes to journaling and expressing and just getting your thoughts and your feelings out is free writing. And that's just a form of journaling where you just write down anything that comes to your mind. You don't have to tell a story. You don't have to make any sense. You're just writing and writing and writing your thoughts and your feelings. And they're, you're allowing them to flow freely from your mind and your heart to the paper. And by the end of that, you're going to either feel really, really relieved and and just happy and I think no matter what you'll feel like that and you might also be inspired to try something new okay so just let yourself express in any way that feels good to you another way that we can start to figure out where we can be more creative is exposure 
So if you just have an interest in anything and everything, like I think most people naturally do, then expose yourself to it. Go to a concert, you know, expose yourself to art, listen to music, watch um, live theater, read, read books, read books on a subject that is specifically interesting to you. You can watch movies, explore science, you can make some new recipes, you can harass your family and friends into letting you take pictures of them, you can make home videos, any of these things, anything that comes from the process of creativity and stimulates your mind, your senses, your emotions, you know, you may discover something that you really connect with and that really, really inspires you. You never know. So I think just exposing yourself to all different creative avenues can be a really good place to start. Mistakes in art. There is no perfect art, okay? It doesn't matter how technically it lines up with the rules. So just remember, you don't have to put any pressure on yourself. You don't have to get attached to any outcome of anything that you create. And this might be the most important thing. Do not expect perfection. There are no, it doesn't matter that you would get a perfect grade in school if you handed this in as an assignment. It doesn't matter. Do not expect perfection. Okay, so being creative as adults, it gives us the same opportunities it did when we were kids. It gives us the opportunity to be free and to be silly, to have fun. Okay, it lets us just try new things and explore new ways of thinking and express ourselves and express ourselves without fear or judgment, okay? It's just a way for us to create something from our own unique feelings and our own experiences and to celebrate our uniqueness. Because especially in our world where like, if you're around my age, if you're in your 30s, sometimes you can feel like your life is just a carbon copy of everyone else's. You know, you maybe you have a kid or maybe you don't, but maybe you're working and you wanna buy a house or, you know, maybe at, this moment in your life, you don't necessarily feel so unique. So I want to really encourage you to explore anything that makes you feel unique. It allows you to celebrate your uniqueness. And just remember that nothing you create, nothing you do needs to be shared. You do not have to share anything that if you don't want to, that's not, that's not the end goal of being creative. Like I said, creativity is deeply personal. And if you're, if you want to share your your gifts or your projects or anything that you create with anyone, then that's great. Maybe you'll encourage other people to explore their creativity, but you do not have to because ultimately your creativity is for you. And I think that if you keep this in mind, it can help you create most authentically and it can just help you do what you want to do without concern for anyone else's opinion. So I want to leave you with the challenge to be creative and to explore your creativity. Because if you're like me and you identified as somebody who was creative for most of your life, and for some reason that got pushed to the wayside just by life or work or kids or whatever, I want you to try and get back to that. You don't have to put pressure on yourself and say, well, I need to set a time to create five days a week. I just want you to let your mind wander. I want you to, if you have free time, you know, if you're, if you're just sitting there scrolling Instagram, or especially if you're bored or anxious, um, and your mind is just cluttered and cluttered with thoughts that absolutely are not serving you. And I know we all know that feeling. I want to encourage you to use that time as your opportunity to explore your creative outlet. I want you to encourage you to use that time to explore a new hobby or maybe a hobby that you used to have that you would love to get back into and talk to friends, you know, see what your friends are doing, 
see, you know, I have friends who are into crafting and all this cool stuff. And I'm like, wow, I want to try that. That looks like so much fun and so um, stress relieving. So it's in those times of boredom and anxiousness that I think we can be most creative. I actually personally believe that boredom gives way perfectly to creativity. And if you think about when you were a kid, we would always exclaim like to our parents, I'm bored, I'm bored. And you know, my mom would just tell me to go clean my room or go outside or whatever. But, you know, if you're like me or like most kids, at least, you know, when I was a kid, we would f find ourselves doing something like playing house or playing school or playing restaurant or drawing or dancing. My sister and our neighborhood friends, we would make up dances outside. And I used to do weird stuff like I once filled up a soda bottle with all the liquids I could find and I left it in my room for a week to see what it would smell like. That did not go over well. But I thought it was pretty cool. Um, but the thing is, as adults, when we're bored, we see that as failure. We're like, oh my God, I should be doing something productive. I should be working. I should be cleaning. I should be doing this or that or the other thing. But what usually happens, right? We become so overwhelmed with our anxious thoughts that we probably end up doing nothing. Then we feel guilty and we feel stressed and the whole cycle repeats itself. So I want you to Try your best to take the very next opportunity you have to be creative. I know you won't regret it, okay? I want you to just be free, lose your inhibitions. I want you to go completely outside your comfort zone. I want you to leave the comfort zone that you have cultivated in your adult self, okay? Tap into your inner child. And I want you to enjoy this process. And I want you to have a life that involves creativity because not only is it something, yes, we share with our kids and it's so much fun to watch and it's so much fun to experience, but like I said, it has so many benefits. It helps us connect to who we are, our own uniqueness. It allows us to celebrate ourselves and to be confident and it really does relieve stress. So that is it. That's all I have for you and I really want you guys to share with me how you're being creative. So if you're listening to this podcast, screenshot it, share it with me and Make a little note, like, what are you doing today? Are you drawing? Are you dancing? Are you trying out a new class? Are you cooking a new recipe? I want to know, you know, I want new ideas too. So share it with me. I would love us for, you know, for us all to share our creative endeavors with each other and then help inspire each other and encourage each other. And that's just one of the great things about this community that I really would love to build. So that's it, guys. Go forth and be creative. And I'll see you next week. Thank you guys so much again for listening. And I'm laughing as I'm listening back and editing and stuff because I hear my daughter crying in the background and I'm, you know, just getting used to all this editing stuff. And thanks for being patient and cool as I try to navigate. And if you like what you hear on the podcast, I would definitely appreciate it if you would go over to Apple Podcasts, leave me uh, ratings, reviews, comments. And I'm definitely down for any input. If there's specific topics you guys want to hear covered on the podcast, I would love to know. So let me know. Thank you so much again for listening. I'll see you guys next time.